are worried about getting love and validation before we set the tone for generational wealth, for doing what the Bible says is providing an inheritance for the generations to come. We don't think like that as black men. I'm even guilty of it my damn self. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, I want to be remembered. Or I want my name on a wall somewhere. And that's mm-hmm. not really where we should be mentally. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, Tim, earlier. How do we get it to where we have the mindset of making sure the next generation is dope? People, before you, before you respond, mm-hmm. how many times do we shun or neglect that insurance man? <laughs> right. Really, if we if we really understood that, okay, you're not going to see this money, but your son and their grandson is going to see this million dollars. Mm-hmm. Look at that shit a little bit different if we thought that way, but we don't. Yeah, I and, and we don't because we don't have any context. You know what I mean? Um, because we may have known older people in our family who had life insurance, and somehow the insurance agency didn't pay out. I know two people in my family that happened to, and they found a loophole. You know, so there's also reasons we get here. Black men don't just not like doctors for no reason. You know, this stuff came from somewhere. But the problem is we're not putting other systems in place. We're becoming so afraid of having to do it on our own. We're just depending on them. You know what I mean? But the way that we come together inclusively is is spirituality. It's the only way. You have to get control of your mind. You got to get control of your thoughts. You know what I mean? And your actions and your habits. That's the only way that's going to change it. Because somebody can have a good plan, but that don't mean they're going to stick to it. You know what I mean? So we have to learn the discipline and humility that it takes to get to where we're trying to go. And the issue is people are seeking that validation, which is already you showing the universe you don't have it. At the end of the day, they're trying to build beta black males, and they've been doing it in in crazy numbers because men are allowing it to happen. Alpha male does not look for love. They already know that the love is provided because of how you live your life. But there's so many people out here not moving at all. And then when it's time to have motion in their life, they got to pretend or they got to create this persona or this character, you know, or they go from Aubrey to Drake because Drake is the one who can talk to the girls and get the Aubrey's the kid that gets shot in fucking Degrassi. You know what I mean? And that's literally what people be going through. That's why a lot of these comedians and shit, that's why they was killing themselves and going crazy and Alzheimer's. You know what I mean? Freaking Thor had to step away because he can't associate reality no more. He said he's four people during some days. And he can't break out of character. And, and, and it's becoming hard to know who the actual him is. Because imagine him being in the airport. They're going to call you Thor. They're going to call you Chris Hemsworth. I'm not saying that to nobody. I'm going to call you Thor. Because <laughs> that's what I know you as. So we now, black people, we have to separate being humble and being excellent. Because truly there's no line. But we've allowed the programming to create a line. That's why we can't be as aggressive. That's why we can't be shit talkers. But if you put a bunch of people, black people naturally together, they're going to start talking shit. Even if there's nothing to talk shit about, they're going to create something to talk shit about. That's our essence. So we go against that by how we live here. That's why it hasn't been working for us. But the thing is, we're persistent. We know we were going to outlast everything. And once that happens, then we can start over. But trying to put good shit on top of bullshit ain't going to change nothing about your situation. Sometimes you just got to wait it out. And if that's what our life is for, that's us giving to the next generations. But us trying to force us to have all this technology and advance the world, we killing the earth. They ain't even going to have an earth to inherit. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like We're giving all this grace, but yet there's still no dominance. You know, their tactics did work. 
their tactics of oppression did work. Yeah. Their tactics of, 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 of violence and, and robbery did work for them. And it continues to work to this day. You know what I'm saying? And that's the frustrating part about being black is your evil tactics still continue to work. What do you mean by work, though? What's even sadder is that even though their tactics work against us, we work against each other. So I've seen this so many times. You'll war with this man on the block. You'll kill this man on the block, but you won't say nothing. You won't fire back. And I'm not advocating police violence. Before we even go there, we're not going to do that. Yeah. But you, you won't you won't bring that to that cop. You won't bring that to, you know what I'm saying, that aggressor or that, that corporate giant that continues to oppress you every day, but you'll kill your brother. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the thing that frustrates me about us is that we won't direct that frustration and aggression to who's really, you know what I'm saying, oppressing us for real. Yeah, but nobody does that. Why do we have to be held to that high of a standard? Crime happens on proximity. Every culture is doing crime against their culture. Why are we the only ones that have to be held to a higher standard than everybody else? And we have the less to deal with. We got the less resources. We have the less knowledge of education. We have the less status. So why do we hold ourselves to the highest standard? Because, because everybody shits on the African-American. So we're trying to prove something to people. The people that's oppressing us. Well, no, it's, it's, it's not that. Let's say we can't preach progression when we're constantly working against each other. But we're working for other people. That's the only reason we're working against each other. Right. But, but so when we going to stop working for other people? <laughs> if we're talking about black excellence yeah. and the of segregation and how there is little hope for this happening as far as uniting and becoming stronger... We can't get to that goal if we constantly are, are feeding into the things that work against us. But how is it not already happening? Most of the major cities in this country are predominantly black or at least half black or they have whole black areas. Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, New York, L.A. How is that not happening already? Vegas. Anything on that block. We may take up the space. Why do we need to own stuff? That's the white person's dream. When do we say that was our dream? <laughs> because once we, okay, Tim. So I buy into that's not my dream. <laughs> I never. I don't care about owning a bunch of stuff. Well, I buy into the philosophy: the the more that we own, the more influence that we do have. I, 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 what are we trying to do with all this influence? The influence is trying to show better images to make sure that you know the police don't come into this area. And, and, and tear down us or, or, or treat us poorly the, the, so, that, so that way we can provide more things and provide more hope for things that seem hopeless. You know so I mean? how is this any different than business? Because earlier you made a comment that I can put a product into the market, but the consumer drives the market. So how can I complain about the police when I'm dialing 911? How can I complain about the misinformation on the news when I watch the news eight hours out of the day? How can I complain about racism when I send my kid to an all-white school? Well, well I mean, look at, look at the influence of what we call, we went back to the social media. Who controls those algorithms? Who controls the media? Who, who provides that, that whole uh, narrative of if it leads, it leads? It's not us. So why are because, we so why are we subscribing to it? <laughs> as a philosophy, 
Not a lot. So it's not about validation. It's about presentation. But it's not supposed to get pressed. And we've had this information since the 90s. KRS, KRS One said the real truth is not going to be televised. It's going to be an underground music. That's why most of his music was underground. But we're going to say these rappers are smarter than him or more influential than him in the game? Rappers who have sold more records than him? No. We wouldn't say that, would we? So it's not about the press. Again, that's validation. Whoa. So so you're okay with just the constantly pushing of uh, the songs that are being played on the radio. Constantly, you know, uh, uh, over, over sex or being oversexed, the, the constant violence as being pushed through these airwaves. Are you okay I mean, I have to be okay if I have the understanding I do, which people aren't going to do nothing about it. Even if we see, find out scientifically something's wrong with the music, what are people going to change as a society? So why would I care for something that's not going to happen? What is that going to do for me? <laughs> How is that going to advance my life? <laughs> no, Tim, Tim, no, I can't buy that from you because you do care. I don't, though. I don't care because people don't care because they still buy the music. Most of the rappers right now are not talking about anything. I care about lyricists. I don't care. I don't even listen to the radio. So I don't care. So I don't feed into it. Problem solved. But if I'm on something every day, how am I complaining about it? Does it seem like I care about it? Or does it seem like I'm looking for something to complain about? Well, no, 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 no. See, where I'm going with this is we're two men of influence, no matter... You know, on what scale of influence we are two men of influence who are well-known in our community and who could spark some type of change. So just because I don't have an immediate uh, effect on that change doesn't mean I can't continually put it on the table. This is why Martin Luther King knew that he could, he said, I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see the my efforts come into fruition, but I'm still going to plant the seed. He, I'm still going to bring these media. Hold on, real quick. Yeah. I'm still going to bring the media out to see these dogs being sick on my people. I'm still going to bring the cameras out to see these hoses being put on my people. Even though I will not see the results of my efforts, I will still put this one on the table each and every single time. Even though it feels like I'm not progressing, I'm still going to do that. So you can't tell me because I know your heart, Tim. You can't tell me that we don't care about this type of shit when I do. I can know because Martin Luther King played two sides. He played both sides. That was, that was a terrible point you made. He he planted the seed for white people. He put us into integration. And then at the end of his life, before they killed him, he said, oh, no, we should have been segregated. I shouldn't have told y'all what I've been telling y'all for the last 25 years. How did that help us? We got some people to march. What has changed since his death? How did anything that he do, what, what seeds did he plant? Be honest. Because he became a public figure. He became an entertainer in our community. What seed did he plant that... What, what seed did Martin Luther King plant that changed your life? I'm being honest. I'm being, I, I would love to know. Because that man could have sat back and did nothing. Okay? That, but that's... Well, again, now... So, so that doesn't change our situation, though. You dig what I'm saying? It sounds great. And we have a lot of comfort in things we say to feel better about our situations. But it is what it is. A lot of these people play both sides. And that's what was going on. And people wait to the end of their career to say, oh, no, you shouldn't believe in it. You were advocate. You got people to believe in what you were saying. You were a whole reverend cheating on your wife. You wasn't sticking to nothing that you was doing in your life. You wasn't, you wasn't sticking to nothing you're doing in your life. And now your word is bond because you became a martyr. 
Come on now. That that's that's why we have a disconnect between black excellence because we consider that black excellence. We consider conforming and selling out your people black excellence. That's the problem. And they didn't build that man not one statue. They killed him in cold blood. The people who he was working for. They killed him in cold blood. He divided us. His beef with Malcolm, it would that's what was dividing us. It's because one side was telling the truth. We have to fight back. You have to take your freedom. The other side is saying, don't fight back. Just wait. Your time is coming. And look at look at the world now. Has our time come yet? Or do we need another, Martin? We need another 100 years. Or, or what's next? I, and, and, that, and, and you know why that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, 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 we burst from that fear. So what burst from that is people like Jesse Jackson. No disrespect. Al Sharpton. And, 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 and because the only true person that I truly listen to when it comes down to being on the front line, if I was to listen to anybody, is the minister Louis Farrakhan. Straight you know, up. He, Same the, here. He, yeah, that's the only person. No blemishes on that man's record. Exactly. None. So, <laughs> they have, I, that's the only in, in, in leadership. I, I, but, but that goes back to our detriment, Tim. We don't trust nobody because everybody is playing it safe. Yeah. because it's it's I don't because it's still I don't because it's still semantics. The worst thing that happened to the world was technology. And the reason I say that is because we're living in a time to where we think this was the only time. We don't understand there's been an uncountable number of people who have came and gone. There's people who did what Martin Luther King did and all of us would do five times over, but they didn't have newspapers at the time. There's people who did what Rosa Parks did, but there was no press, no media at the time. That's why I don't get excited about what they put on TV. They're doing that to distract us. These are not our first time of people standing up and standing out. Let's go look through the history of Africa. How many of their presidents got killed fighting for their people? They didn't do that to get a trophy. They didn't do that so they're wearing president t-shirts in a hundred years. It was never about that. But we live in that in America. We live in that in America. We need the validation. We need it to be in the paper. We need people to be talking about it to feel like we've actually made a change and did something. But what I dare people to ask themselves is where's the change? What has changed? We constantly keep saying things are getting worse and then we try to find somebody to blame. Either it's Obama, either it's Trump, either it's Bush. Things have been progressively getting worse because we don't trust ourselves. So how can we trust anybody else? And we don't trust ourselves because we're in bed with the enemy. Because half the life, people spend themselves saying what they're not going to do. The other half, they spend doing it. That's the problem. I don't have an issue with the radio. But if you have an issue with being played on the radio, why are you listening to the radio? That's what I'm saying. That's a personal th I can't help nobody with that in therapy. That's your life. You got to take control of your life. But all of these people complain about things. Either they ain't going to do shit about once the time comes or they don't really care about these things. It's public outrage. They just want to be upset about something. Tim, 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 would 
you go to any foreign country without even attempting to learn the language? Absolutely not. Exactly. My point exactly. So we do listen to the music. Uh, as as both people who study, I study psychology, you're a psychologist. So I have to stay tuned in. I have to understand why these, these young men are firing outside of my house on a daily basis. What are your frustrations? What are your concerns? What does excite you? Man. Healing. And we don't have to listen to the radio. See, that's I love that you said music. I listen to music tomorrow. I listen to music all day. <laughs> we don't have to get our music for the radio, though. That's subjective. You know what I mean? But that's the point I'm making. I'm saying if the outlet you're complaining about, you don't like what they're putting out, you don't have to watch it. But you can't tell someone who owns a business what to put through their business. Respectfully so. So I just choose to tune out of it. The things I care about is people getting to know themselves and learning themselves. And it's hard for me to believe people know themselves when they have all these outrage. Because why are you surrounding yourself with all these things that upset you? So maybe either you don't know yourself or you don't care that it upsets you that much. Because your boss is shitting on you every day and you still go back to work. So how can you play two sides? That's where all this mental health shit's coming from. Motherfuckers is trying to play two different roles. Pick one. Either you're the person that gets offended by this or you're not going back to work or you're going to be the black person in here letting them play with your hair and critique your clothes and do your accent behind your back and shit and wonder how you live in your life at home. So how are you with your kids now? How are you with your friends? If, the, if you can allow that for 40 hours a week, I already know what type of person you are. So no, I don't want to see that type of person on the internet. Oh, white people this, white people that. <laughs> you don't got to deal with white people. There's cities here of predominantly black people. The, the South is made up of them. You don't have to deal with white people. You're choosing to. So why are you also choosing to complain about some shit you can control? And you got all these other things in your life that you can't control and you still complain about. You just complain. That was my argument about Isaiah Thomas. If I look up him now videos, I guarantee more than likely it's a video of him saying something negative about somebody. That's the fucking problem. So how is it to me to think you're happy with your success and all the things you've achieved? Things that less than 1% of Chicago will ever achieve you've done in a lifetime. What do you have to be upset about? That's what pisses me off. That people don't have more grace. They're not more appreciative. Oh, I don't have no money. I don't have no time. Oh, no, the person died and we didn't build a relationship. While you was out here doing everything the fuck else that you cared about. Because we do what's priority. We're going to find time for it if we want to do it. So why ain't people doing that with they eating and they healing and they exercising? Why isn't that a first thought? Why the motherfuckers still complaining about how much health food costs, but they'll go drop $100 at McDonald's? So I'm supposed to care about Isaiah Thomas? Here's the thing, Tim. Uh, presentation matters. Presentation has always mattered. This is why when we go back to this, why do we need validation this? Or why do we need validation that? We shouldn't be stronger, but we, we are people who are brought up in low self-esteem situations. This is why when we get on the big stage, this is why we beat our chest. This is why we, we do the things that we do with flare and flash. It's because we don't come from the most favorable. We don't have we don't have black privilege. There's no such thing. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, when we do get a seat at the table, when we do get to go to a five-star restaurant, when we do get to you know fly first class it's a big deal to us. You know what I'm saying? And, and basically, yes, it does spark that person that says, if Barack Obama can do it, maybe I can too. And even if I don't get into the highest seat, I can get damn near close. It's possible now to where there's a, do you know, Tim, there's still first in African, as a damn thing in 2020, 
Mm-hmm. SEO first black to do this and first black to do that. But guess what? Because we were denied so much. Now I'm not talking in aggression toward me. I'm, I'm in aggression towards you. I'm saying I'm passionate about what I'm saying is that it's a shame that in 2023 we are still breaking records. We are still the first to do anything. Why? Because of all this denial. So when you talk about why do we need validation, you damn right we do. We don't because though. We want it. We don't need it. Because rock and roll was stolen from us. Because all of this shit. Because a lot of the medical things that we brought to the medical field were stolen from us. Because a lot of the inventions that we made were stolen from us. So you ask why we need validation. This is why. Because they are still first to do anything in 2023. But look at the scoreboard. We're still unhappy. So I again, I ask why. Is that more important than peace and happiness? It seems like it, it. It seems like it is to everyone, and that's why things are where they are. So it's easy to blame other people, but how many people are looking within right now and realizing that people have done what you're doing right now? And how did that work out for them? And how happy are their family? And how well off are their family? So if you're doing it for you, great, because that's what it seems like these black people are doing now. They're getting rich for themselves. Let's look at the country as its whole. Since we're talking about privilege, most of the billionaires are actually foreigners who came from refugee countries and grew up with neither parents in the home. They're not white people who had grandpa's money and dad's money. So how does that make sense? That's why I'm saying none of the arguments make sense. Look, look at history. Look at the world. We're still fighting a fight that ain't even fighting us back no more. That's the problem. We hitting ourselves thinking somebody hitting us. Because we need to be stimulated. Something needs to be going on. Your lifetime is harder than somebody that grew up in slavery? Come on. (laughs) We have no humility in this day and age. We're entitled. We think we deserve something because our forefathers had a hard life. What hard life have we had? We have cars and fucking phones. We're able to go open business accounts and bank accounts. There was a time in this country they couldn't even have a bank account and vote. We can vote. We just had a black president. Please tell me how hard things are for us again. We can own homes. They used to have to live in the backyard. They lived outside. They lived on someone else's farm. Our life was harder than that. And Big Mama grew up in that. Big Mama's parents were slaves. I mean, you can't... I'm not saying you can't be dismissive like that, but there is still voter suppression. But that's why we're behind. There's still not representation at the polls, which is why people that get in these seats that govern these laws still do not have our best interest at heart. Because voting's not the way. We're trying to be white. That's why we ran to the polls. As soon as they said we could, we ran to them. I don't move my life like that. If you're going to deny me for something for 10 years, and then on the 11th year say, yeah, you can come use it now, I'm not about to go run and use it. What? So what suggestion do you have of people that govern the laws that you have to live under that may not fit your freedoms or, 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 or your, your cultural soundness? What do you say to that when somebody is in charge of how the laws are being ran in your city? You have to pick you have to pick your battles. If you're going to live with under their laws, you can't complain when the law don't work for you. That's people's problem. I'm not saying the law don't always work or it do. The problem is people are for the law when it works for them, but against it when it's against you. Pick a side. And if you're against the law, there's ways to live outside the law. People do that every day. There's a lot of people out here doing that. There's illegal people here. How you think they getting by? They don't have no ID, no passport, nothing. They don't have an address they can use. How you think they've been here for 40 years? They've been figuring it out, right? Do you see them complaining? I see them going to work. Who's complaining? Us. (laughs) 
We're getting more money now. We're getting more airtime now. We can own things now. Isn't, isn't this all we was crying about to white people? Oh, we just want to own something. We just want a piece of the pie. So now we got it, and now look at us. We still in the same damn spot. They give us money during the pandemic. What do we do with the money? They give us PPP loans. What do we do with the money? Nothing. Yeah, we fucked it up. Nothing. So why would I care if they don't care? Why would I care about a person that don't care about themselves? You think that's what helped me get to where I'm trying to go in life? It's not. That's what's holding us back. That's the problem. And then you got the black excellence trying to run ahead and all the other black people, oh, no, don't leave me behind. Or, or, or throw the road back. Yeah. And then we do that and then now we're all behind. We have the money now again. Let's look at the numbers. We have more black millionaires every year for the past 15 years. What has changed about our lives? What has gotten easier? Nothing. What has changed about the hood? Nothing. What has changed about the homeless? People are still hungry. Hell, I see more things closing now. Rec centers. My potholes still ain't filled. I know black millionaires. Ain't nothing changed about my life. Their life changed. And that's my fault for being entitled enough to think that one person was going to come save us all. Everybody has to do the effort. That's the problem. We're all waiting for the fucking black messiah. No, I, I wouldn't say that. But, oh, know, we are. We, we are. If we, if we go with that philosophy, then I, I think that we still continue to perpetuate the disparity of hope. Like, man, I mean, like, like, like I do like the, the book, The Audacity. I do yeah. like that. It gives us it gives us something to look forward to. Something to aspire to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's where I just look at it like, man, I, and, and you're right. I do see more black politicians. I do see more people in offices. And I do see little change or very minuscule change. And that's what's... There's black start. cops now. What has changed? I, I know a lot of these politicians in in the seats in Ohio. I know a lot of them. And then I'm, I'm going to tell you, Sam, when I bring them here on this platform, I put their foot to the fire. I put their yeah. foot to the fire as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't, I don't hold no punches. Just like I keep it real with you yeah. and my brother. I don't tap dance for them. I'm like, what the hell do you plan on doing if you want my vote? Yeah. I, I, I don't play no games, Sam. You know what I'm saying? And this is how we should be. And, and, and we naturally do it with each other, even when we support each other's business. We hold each other to a high standard. I don't like when I see black people like, oh, they act like, you know what I mean? I can't make a mistake as a business owner. You would still shop at McDonald's. That's irrelevant. They want to see you do better. They don't care if those businesses go to shit or not. This is now about your self-respect and how you see your business. But it's a lot of black business owners just thinking people are supposed to just come and support and shop. Like, no. <laughs> And this is a white person product. You just changed the logo. Like this ain't even this ain't nothing you invented or created. You doing what they doing, which makes me believe you doing what they doing. You trying to get rich. How is that going to help us? I'm trying to build wealth, and wealth is through education and knowledge. It is not through money. How did we live when there was no money? <laughs> How did we get to here? Because they would have had to keep progressing society. They would have had to be smart in the beginning than we are now. We could press a button and cook our food. They used to have to go kill their food, skin it, clean it, then cook the food, then store it properly, then not eat in between meals. We can go eat whenever we want. Our life is too easy right now, and that's the problem. That's why all of this needs to crumble. 
And we're doing it by the right ways. That's why I love podcasting. Because we can get on here and tell the truth. And we can listen to the music. That's why podcasting was created. But again, it just goes to show we've become reactive to America. Like, we put the African first, but it's really American-African. Like, we really react to everything America do. If we don't like something they're doing, now we're going to go make our own. Why don't we just start from day one trying to figure out our own plan? And then we have to accept the people that come with us. But we're not prepared to do that. We ain't prepared to leave best friend behind. We ain't prepared to leave uncle or spouse or child behind. People ain't ready for that. That's real progression. You dig? And they're not ready for that because we're not built like that. We are humble beings. So now that we're trying to get into this rat race with them, that is not our fight. That's not how we we live our life slow. We trying to be the best. We when is that ever when do we look in history and we ever see that as being our culture? That is American culture. That's Western civilization. That's European shit. That's not us. We try to do our best. We try to do our part. If your part is just that you plant the apple trees, that's what you do for the neighborhood. You're not trying to have the, the number one selling apple juice business. That's white people shit. I've never subscribed to that. I, I don't live my life based on that. I just try to give the most I can give. And then I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And this is why I don't like the black anything. Uh, like you said. Same. I, like I hate it, bro. The black, I don't like the black Twitter. I don't like if somebody comes out and says, we are the black mob. Or, you know what I'm saying? If they look at Soul Train Awards, these are the black Grammys. Like, nah. I hate it, bro. Air what we have going on with what they have going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If this is the NAACP Awards, let it be that. Exactly. It doesn't have to be the black Oscars. It don't have to be, you know what I'm saying? This is our thing. Let us, let us cultivate And that's why I'm not denouncing validation. I'm denouncing seeking validation from other people, even black people. Like, I don't seek validation from nobody. I have to validate myself. I have to reassure myself. I have to check in with myself. You dig what I'm saying? And all of these races are validation, trying to be at the top, trying to be the best, trying to have a career for the longest. I just want a career. I just want a career where I can create. So the thing that I feel like we've gotten here from, I, it's not the pain. You you said it perfectly. And I, I, I think this shows how that word is so important, but it's passion. Passion is why we talk shit. Passion is why I get excited around the homies I ain't seen in a while. And it's because I also have to make my life practical. Our life expectancy ain't that high. Once we was kids, I was oblivious to this shit. When we became teenagers... I'm really hugging my homies. I might not see you next week. You dig what I'm saying? So when we coming back together, this is passion now. I miss my brothers. I'm excited. We roughhousing. We cracking jokes, but we also going to get down to mental health. We going to heal. We going to vent. We going to release. If we need to pop the bottle, we pop the bottle. You need to roll some, you roll some. We going to deal with it. But we do that behind closed doors. We ain't never been eager to show other people our healing process or our relationship with each other. That's social media shit. That's because they need the data. Data is the only thing white people want from us. They want our tendencies. They want our habits. So now we're just coming out, giving them everything. We're telling them our personal lives. We're creating lives with them. So they're seeing our personal lives. We're creating children with them. They're seeing our personal lives. We're putting it all on social media. We're showing them fight, but we never show them when we come together. We still keep that sacred. So now this new generation is trying to get rid of that. I cringe too when I'm online and they trying to invite every white person to the barbecue. Like, yo, relax. <laughs> calm down. White boy can dance. He coming to the barbecue. Hey, calm down, you dig? We need to get together first before we try to bring other people to shit. 
Integration was not our issue, it's separation. So segregation is going to help the separation, but the separation is real. We got uppity niggas versus low niggas, flashy niggas versus corny niggas. You know what I mean? Like, we separate ourselves. You dig? That's, we got to deal with that shit. That's what we need to be talking about, in my opinion, as groups, collectives. I love having sports talk. I love having to talk me and you talk. I just feel for our communities, we need to talk brass tacks first, and then we get to entertainment. Because now we just, we looked at it as a joke. We've done all this in entertainment now, so they just look at us as entertainment. Yeah, but, you know, we have to be protective of our representation. So if our representation is celebrities, more so than it is a personal influence that's in the White House or your police chief, which, I mean, shout out to a lot of black police chiefs and a lot of black mayors. Man, they make a hell of a difference in the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Black, black police chiefs and black mayors, man. I love to see cities have black mayors. But what I'm saying is that when these kids, especially every kid you know has a cell phone attached to them like it's the part of their hand. Yeah. So they, they, they couldn't tell you who their police chief is. They could tell you who their mayor is. They could tell you who their congressman is. They could tell you who their senator is. But they could damn sure tell you who Cardi B and Glow really is. Right. You know what I'm saying? But why do you think that is psychologically? Because this is, I, I want to see how you feel. Why Why do you think that is? It goes back to what you said, that, that, that you felt that the comment I made was irrelevant, but we don't control the media. This is what's being we, we don't we don't control that balance. Right. Because if NASA says this is what makes money, this is what and I'm I'm, I'm calling y'all out, iHeart is gonna push. This yeah. is what Ray is gonna push. Because it's deemed profitable for NASA. You know what I'm saying? So Cardi B and all of her drama or Nicki Minaj or uh Megan the Stallion, even though these are I, I commend these, and I'm not down in any of my beautiful... No, they, they fit into the point. They fit into the point perfectly. You know what I mean? And I see your side, you dig? It's, but this is, again, what I mean. As a collective, we got to speak as a collective. We got to see both sides. The reason why I say we can't just jump into representation is because they love Cardi B because they picked Cardi B. They didn't pick their local mayor, their local official. I didn't pick Chris Rock. Most of Chris Rock's audience is white people. So we have these black people who are getting in these positions because other cultures put them in that position. And then they wonder why we back Cardi B and the Beyonce's because we picked them because we've been fucking with them since the beginning. We was fucking with them. We all didn't care about them. We picked these new artists that are coming out underground that are TikTok rappers. You know what I mean? That are making the EPs and shit that the older heads don't love in music. These young kids love them because they picked them. They saw Cardi from the TV shows. They kept watching Cardi. They kept tuning in to Cardi. They didn't pick Adele. They didn't pick Taylor Swift. That's just who someone gave you and said, look, this is good. I didn't say that was good. That's just who they gave you and said, look, this man is going to protect you in your city. I don't feel protected. I didn't even know there was an election going on. So why would I know who the mayor is? Why would I need to know that information? I'm going to go vote for this guy. They're going to elect that guy. So now, again, they're manipulating the media because they understand it. That's how reality TV blew up so much. Okay, y'all want to pick the next star? Pick them, but we're still going to control their career. See, 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 and that goes back to other conversations, Tim, because it goes back to what you said earlier, though. 
you so focused on Cardi B, but you don't know the first thing to do when your apartment complex is infested by bed bugs. You don't know where the fuck to go. When your apartment complex or your area has bad water, you know what I'm saying? Forget drinking it. You're putting this on your skin. Yeah. And it's soaked up in these toxins and these chemicals. You're showering in this water every single day. But you don't know the first plan of action why your baby has autism because you're feeding what is only available in these food banks. What is only available and what they're only going to give you because you are on weight, because you are on welfare. You don't know the first plan of action when something happens in your neighborhood. All you want to do is march down the street when Joe Cop shoots Daquan in the middle of the street. You don't know what the hell to do, but you know the, you, you know a TikTok record. Yeah. You know the TikTok dance. You know Cardi B just came out with some new shit. At McDonald's. What I'm saying <laughs> is that you know the first order of protocol because... Nobody's showing you this. But the first time me and you step up to the plate, but like, this is how I don't want to hear that. Yeah, they're going to reject got, it. We got one view. We got one view. I don't care. I'm not in my feelings about it. But if we had a stripper on this motherfucker, or anything like that, or we was talking about fighting or beefing or yeah. anything like that, then it would have 300 views. If we was on some drama shit, if we was on some man versus women shit, yeah. for this somebody gave me pushback. Man, all y'all talking about is men versus women, women versus men, because at least my voice will be heard. I don't get on yeah. this too. What's more important I, than that shit? My argument. <laughs> I, I, I want to grow my business. Yeah. So, but today, if we was to bring a politician here, we would have the exact numbers that we have right now. One. Yeah. But do you think we want to stop? Exactly. Are you stop writing books, Tim? Hell no. Right. Purpose. But this is what I was going back to what I was saying. Why do I care? Because when it comes time, you're not going to put Cardi B in front of this mic that happens in Columbus. You're going to put Tim in front of that mic. Right. You're going to put Pastor Mike or Pastor Rick Jones in front of that mic. You're going to put me in front of that mic. You're going to put Yavis Ellis in front of that mic. You're yeah. going to put people that know what's going on in your community in front of that mic. Shout out to Adrian Hood. You're going to put Adrian yeah. Hood in front of that mic. Because we know what's going on in our community. Now, you know, I love what they say about police officers. Nobody wants the warrior until it's time for the warrior to come into play. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, therefore, we can be neglected all you want to. You can stop. You can tune me out right now. But when it comes down to what's happening in that community, I was the one, and I'm not trying to beat on my chest about it, I was the one who stood in front of them tanks. Mm-hmm. When they was down, downtown beating on Joyce Beatty. Yeah. I was the one downtown when it was turning over... Uh, 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 the baby carts and the police had no regard for the babies being downtown. I was the one. I'm not looking for validation, but I was in front of the text and I dared want them to run over me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm saying is why do we care? It's because nobody wants the warrior until it's time to call on the warrior. Well, we're going to be ready when it's time to call on us. Yeah, but we need more action. You know what I mean? They, they got rid of the Black Panthers for a reason because they were all action and little talk. You know what I mean? So... We were too afraid to be them again, so we've become more talk than action. And the talk is cool, but eventually we're going to have to act. And it, it'll never go back to talk then. It's a constant state of acting. That means if it becomes bad enough, we're the ones feeding the communities. We're the ones making walking these kids to school, making sure they're getting to school as groups, which they did at the time. You know what I mean? They wasn't out drunk, lit at the club. They had to live under a military lifestyle, very disciplined. 
because that's what it took. So people have to learn, understand that's going to be the foundation. There is no easy way to get where we're going. And I think we're looking for an easy way as a society. All of us. We all do. We all do these kind of things. You know, that's why I'm so critical. And that's why me and you click like because I'm, I'm the same. That's why I get upset about that kind of shit. Like we was on the front line with the protesting. You dig like heavy front line. And I was in college like when Barack got elected. So he came to speak at our school. And at that time, I was at Shawnee State. Like, I was in Portsmouth. So all the surrounding areas, the white cities, like, we was going in numbers to go see him because we know we're going to be the only black people there. That's what I'm saying. But now we got the internet. It's, people can just have an opinion. They ain't never fucking went against the system or nothing in their life, but they got an opinion. And they talking about things we've actually done. So these conversations need to be off air. They need to be within a group. And the things we talk about on air, I think is on point. I think this is the start of everything because we're asking the tough questions. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, people have to want the change. That's the hard part. You know, I don't I understand why mainstream artists get to work because I've been in the industry. You know what I mean? I understand why local artists don't always get opportunities because I've been in the industry. You have too. I've been a promoter. I've booked hella local artists that was not ready or came late or hear drunk, or don't know the words, or you dig what I'm saying? Like, because this is also my name. This is how I'm going to feed my kids. I can't just put you on this stage because you black and we both from Columbus. I need the person who's going to bring the money in, too. You know what I mean? So, and, that, and that's real. And, and, and we get this issue now because we got all the black people like, okay, we are, you know, we're, we're doing better, but let's keep trying to do better at the same things. Let's keep trying to be the best business owner or the best hooper or the best rapper. There's other things y'all can be doing respectfully. Like, I don't have to give every black person an opportunity. I don't have to give every white person an opportunity. I have to create opportunities. And also on black people, we have to start wanting to stand on our own. Just like we depended on them, we're trying to find black people to depend on. We got to start learning how to depend on ourselves again. And the reason reason our grandparents and them did it because they had to they didn't have no other choice you feel me so we have a choice and we're choosing that's what that's what i get outraged about we're pissed at the media but we decide what's on the media because if we didn't watch it and tune in they wouldn't care if we wasn't befriending these artists and people and teaching them our style so they can just steal it and go use it they wouldn't care. They wouldn't be successful. We are literally perpetuating our downfall and then trying to point the finger at somebody else. If we take our money away from them, America will fall, will crumble. It will crumble. We don't even got to spend with each other. We just have to stop spending with them. If everybody just held their fucking money and still went to work because that's bleeding now the business is dry because all of them motherfuckers own the same shit. It ain't like all white people got ownership. <laughs> These white people own a corporation that owns 3,000 houses. All white people don't own stuff. That's why I said ownership. Who Whose dream was that? That was never the dream. That was a dream we got sold. That's what Kanye's talking about. We're in modern day slavery. They sold us a dream and we bought it. And now we're upset. Why we keep buying it? <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not poking holes what you're saying, but uh-huh. I, want our, I want our revolutionaries to continue to care. I'm going based off of what you said. I'm going yeah. off of based off what Kevin Stringer said last night because that was his hearting too and I gave him pushback the same way. Yeah. This is why I'm glad I can be real with my brother. Yeah. I'm glad I can be real with you. When you say something that I don't agree with, you allow me that grace to say that. Not only grace, but you welcome my thoughts and my opinion. Absolutely. So, Kevin Stringer says, what does Donald Trump have to do with me? And I say everything. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, when, you, when you say, uh, what do I have to do with what's on the radio? I say, Tim, everything. You know what I'm saying? Because we, I, I, come, I come in close proximity of these kids all day, and they recite this poison all day long. This is why you have all this cyberbullying. This is why you have all these kids wanting to jump kids after school. And you're right, Tim. This ain't nothing new. This ain't none of this shit is new at all. But how long are we going to continue to tune out? You know, I, I agree with what, what what Kevin said last night. He said, man, we had the Chuck D's. We had the public enemies. We had the X-Clans. We had the Boogie Down Productions and the KRS-1s. They were effective for a while, but we still, I mean, that was there was still the crack era that was happening. So there were still black people that were not tuning in to what BDP and X-Clan and all these people were saying there were people that were not tuning in to the positive messages you know uh i mean it was cool and it was fashionable to be pro-black it was cool and fashionable to be woke but once it was not cool and fashionable anymore then they moved back to the bullshit you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i get that but does that mean that we have the, the soldiers have to stop soldiering no man we gotta we gotta still do it even if we don't get no validation even if we get no credit, man, the soldiers have to keep soldiering. And that's my last comment. Go ahead yeah. and take us. Man, and I was going to say, um, there's a season for that. You know what I mean? And you have to learn new ways to fight the war. You can't fight an army on one leg, on one area. You have to attack it from all sides. That's the problem. We're trying to make a dent. We have to collapse the whole thing. There's there's no easy way to go about it. And the, and the best day to start is today. But the longer we put it off by living in the system that's oppressing us, then we're doing way worse than any good we're putting in. That's the problem. It doesn't matter how good we put in. If you are poking holes in the bucket, it's never going to fill up with water. That's the issue. And that's what we're doing. And when there is a bucket, we're all inside. We're crabs inside. We're all trying to get out. And we don't care if everybody gets us. We're not trying to tip the bucket over. We're trying to get out. That's the same thing that's happening in the system. We're not trying to progress as people. We just don't want to suffer no more. Like, wisdom comes with suffering. That's where all of this comes from. Again, read a book. This is how I know people ain't reading. But we're outraged about Isaiah Thomas. But I can also get on the news and tell me the truth. I can also get on the news and it reminds me that we also average a seventh grade reading level as a country. All ages. How is that possible? But we worried about what's in the media. We worried about what's on the radio. And we ain't even picked up a book. And books, long date radio. Any type of formal communication that we have now. And people ain't using it. So what's to make me think I'm going to come here with all these seeds for the future and people going to use them? And you're not even using the seeds that your grandparents planted, that their grandparents planted. Because all these people had to exist for you to be. They all had to do their part for you to be here. They all had to find their mate and reproduce for you to be here. So how do we honor them with any, any way we live our life this day and age? How do we honor our ancestors? We don't even talk about them. Because again, religion does not talk about that. That's demonic <laughs> to honor the person that brought you here. But we're asking for more shit, not appreciating the shit we have. We lack humility. We're entitled. We've seen enough people and hardships go on. We don't feel like we should have to go through those hardships. Why not? Why are we so special that life shouldn't be hard for us? Why are we so special that somebody who's oppressing us just gets to come to us and bring us food that's going to be nutrition? That's poison. Why would they give us nutrition? They didn't give us nothing else. They didn't give us reparations. 
Now they're giving us our way of life. They're giving us our homes we live in. They're giving us our education. Because, again, they control the media, correct? So that's my same question. When are we going to break out? Man, this, this is an ongoing conversation. Maybe we can bring it back, man. But I, this was a dope conversation. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> are, we are finding our rhythm, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. And they all need this work. You know what I mean? This is this is why I got into podcasting. Because me and the conversation my brothers were having was too real. And I'm like, people need to see not what we're talking about. They need to see how we conduct ourselves during these conversations. There ain't going to be no name calling, no belittling. There ain't no energy, you dig? Like, it's flow. It's love. But it, that comes from passion. Me and you can do this because we're passionate already in life. So imagine a black person who don't have a career. They don't have nothing to look forward to. They haven't sold a record or put a song out or wrote a book. They haven't made a kid or ha- formed a union with someone. You know what I mean? They're they're losing that passion. And we don't even use words like passion no more. We're, we're getting rid of that stuff, bro. And, that, and I, I remember hearing that in my childhood. I remember the old people talking about what, it could be a TV show they was passionate about. But it's that that love. It's that life. That's living. And we just exist and we just survive and like, and we got we to gotta get back to living. Yeah, I, I think once we realize we all want the same things, like, it's like me and you as brothers, we want the same things from our people. It's just that we have a different view and a different way of getting there. Yeah. Some of, some of, there are similarities, but in some ways we just view it different. And I think for, as a society, too many times we try to be right. I think loving somebody is being okay with being wrong. You know what I mean? And coming back and apologizing. Like, look, I felt this way or said this. I was wrong. And that's what we need to get more comfortable with. I think too many times the white shit, the cold switcher, we try to be politically correct. Like, nah, just say how you feel. You know what I mean? I love people like Martin Luther King. I, I'll never tarnish his whole career, but we got to put shit in perspective, too. You know what I mean? You, you. That's why I tell my mentees and my sons, you could be a Martin Luther King. Don't ever look at these people like this is unattainable. Because they have flaws. That's why I make those flaws prevalent. We all human. You dig? So we all can do our part, even if your part's a little bit. Do your part. That's how we get together as a people. But when everybody's trying to be number one, we're going to fail. We're going to fail like America failing right now. Absolutely, man. Man, thank you guys for tuning in to Reflection Thursdays. Good Life on Ohio. This is, share this one. This one. Yeah. This one. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man. Me and Tim, we it's very rare that you see me and him. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was a good one. We broke, brought up valid points. I love a good debate, and you should too, man. So join us right back here next week. Uh, we'll do it all. I will be back in town in Vegas uh, uh, next week, so we will have uh, Good Life Ohio on Thursday, Reflection Thursdays next Thursday. Tonight we will be at Double Take, celebrating the Aries birthday, celebrating my baby's birthday, and, and Jacob Goss, who, who definitely is a big contributor to the success that I have in the city of Columbus, Ohio. So we are celebrating both these people tonight. And any Aries out there, come on out. We're going to have our Aries birthday bash <laughs> night and also on um, on Saturday night at Canes as well, man. But again, please share this. This was a great conversation. Yeah. And uh, man, uh, give me your book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the Art of Standing Still is my, Art of Being Still is my newest book. But you can just search me on Good Life Russ on Amazon, on Google. All my links and stuff will pop up. Uh, and happy birthday out there to all the birthday people. Absolutely. Stay on the line, Tim. Go on. Talk to the green room, man. Yes, hey, sir. Uh, we out of here.